let's get information. I slay. Okay, ladies, now let's get information. You know you that bitch when you call all this conversation. Hey everyone, welcome to the Vagistine Podcast. We're having courageous conversations about love, sex, and everything in between. It's Vanessa here, and today is a quickie show. Um, Just had some follow-up from our letters while we get everything brewing uh, for next week. So... Uh, we had a follow-up from Patty's situation last week, so uh, I read out Patty's letter, uh, and Patty had originally talked about kind of being scared um, about having sex. So uh, Patty wrote in again uh, with some follow-up, and Patty says, Hey, Vanessa, um, I appreciate your input, and some follow-up things are, one, I don't have a time frame in mind for the end of my celibacy, and that is either if I get married or if I find a partner I feel is trustworthy and respectful of my sexual and non-sexual boundaries. Uh, I had to include this because my opinion of marriage has been flip-flopping because of how often I've seen married men try to approach me when I'm out. Girl, the married men out here are just ridiculous. And they be trying to come and holler at you with the ring on. So feel you. I understand. Um, And number two... Um, I could definitely take more caution when it comes to oral sex. I have not done it protected with partners who have all been tested. So that's something I can take more precaution with. For example, I brought flavored condoms and dental dance for potential partners whose status I don't know of yet. Um, Patty continues to say, I appreciate your insight and it's it's made me feel more self-assured about my celibacy. It's not easy, but from multiple sources, I'm waiting for the best sex ever if I'm waiting on a partner whom I have uh, those special connections with. Thank you. Patty, Patty, thank you so much. I'm really glad that, you know, I mean, it sounds like you were already self-assured and it was my pleasure to to answer your question. Um, I definitely think, like I said, you're on the right track. You're thinking through a lot of things that some folks don't think about. And, you know, for, for you know, a lot of people, they don't use dental dams for oral sex. They don't use um, flavored condoms. And they're out there. So for anyone who is interested, dental dams are like a like rectangular piece of plastic that you place over um, the vulva and the vulva is all the parts on the outside female genitalia that you can see or when performing um, when performing uh, oral sex on the anus you can stretch it over do your thing perform uh, they don't usually sell dental dams in the store and I can't tell you why um, but if you go on amazon.com type in dental dams you can get a box of them um, for not it's not that expensive um, or you can go to your local health department, Planned Parenthood, um, uh, sexual health clinic, and they give them away for free. So if you walk up to the front desk, you usually do not have to set an appointment. It's a walk-in service. You could just ask the person at the front desk, can I get some condoms? Can I get some dental dams? They'll discreetly put it in a bag for you and no questions asked, just walk out with them. So for any folks interested out there in using dental dams like like Patty out here and flavored condoms as well. Flavored condoms, can't say I've seen a lot of them like at Target, but again, the same places, you can get them for free um, at your local Planned Parenthood and health department clinics and 
try it out. Tell me how it goes. So Patty, thanks so much for reaching back out. Um, you are on the right track and I'm so glad that you're setting those good sexual boundaries for yourself. All right. Thanks for reaching out again. So our, we got one more letter this week and it comes from anonymous and anonymous says, Hey Vanessa, do you watch insecure? How do you feel about the open marriage discussion on the show? I'm not really sure how I feel about it. And I'd love to hear your thoughts. Thanks for that short and sweet letter, Anonymous, and thanks for listening and reaching out. So yes, I watch Insecure. I love Insecure. I even I love I love Issa Rae. I even have her book. I think her content is great, and yeah, really love the show. As far as open marriage, I am a huge, huge, huge proponent of it. I think that it's an option for couples if they choose to to go that route. I feel that as long as it's balanced, and what I mean by balance, I mean that both parties are equally wanting to do this. It means that, and when I say equal and balanced, I mean that one person does not want it more than the other person. Not one person isn't like, hey, so really want to do this open marriage thing. I really need you to do this with me. No, if both person, both people in the relationship are with it, they equally want to do it and they've set parameters and rules around it. And the parameters and rules involve, for some people, it's do we talk to each other about who we're dating? Do we go out on dates with these people? Are we solely going out to have sex with other people? How are we doing this? Are we using protection? Are we in bringing this person around? What does that look like? And so each couple needs to sort that out for themselves. Um, I know the hesitation about it is around... <laughs> Being insecure about a partner going out and meeting other people or having sex with other people. And again, people have to sort that out if that's the arrangement that they want to have. And two, I know that I've engaged in conversations where folks are like, but that's cheating. And here's what I say about that. Cheating is where you are sneaking out behind the other person's back and not communicating and not openly telling them these are your feelings and this is what we're going to do. It's literally holding everything in secrecy. Whereas I see open marriage as, again, openly communicating, setting boundaries and parameters, both people being comfortable with the arrangement that they have. In a cheating relationship, it's there's no arrangement. It's one person literally, or maybe both people, deciding to go out and do whatever the hell they want to do. And I mean, when I say balance, I've had friends, um, with their permission, I'm telling this story. I've had friends where it was not balanced. One person wanted it way more than the other person. And it eventually led to, um, their, their marriage ending in divorce because it was more so one person wanted to go out and have the sex and go out and have fun. Whereas the other person more so wanted to build emotional relationships and really wasn't into it and was obliging more so because the one partner wanted it so badly. And so I would caution I would, I would have some caution with that. And again, like we were saying with the show with Raynell a couple weeks ago, it's, you have to let the other person make their choice as well. We cannot make choices for our partners. So 
if one person is hesitant or they're not coming around, maybe that isn't the time to, to engage in that as well. And if it's becoming so pressing, then yeah, I mean, I would bring in another party, maybe a therapist, sex therapist to come in and have, hold that discussion to see what's going on. And that pretty much sums it up for me as far as open marriage. I really believe that folks should be should be open enough in their relationships to have these types of discussions. And I know it's hard, um, but the way I see it is, do we want to step out on a partner and potentially lose that trust or bring our partner in and have that discussion to see maybe if this is the route or not, or maybe the other person's not with it and they're done with it. And that is, that is one of the, the things that we have to think about when we're thinking about different arrange, arrangements in our relationships. But all in all, I believe that folks should do what works best for them and their situation. And as far as how it's portrayed on the sh- on the show, spoiler alert, I did feel that Dro did have that did have a good conversation with Molly as far as just letting her know what the parameters are um, between him and his wife. And so, yeah introducing it that way I feel was fine letting Molly know like hey we're open now the only thing that I'm going to say is I don't know how Molly's going to continue this relationship and I and (laughs) and I'm kind of interested to see how it pans out for next week to me it seems like Molly is a person who's looking for an emotional attachment and I don't know what the parameters are in Drew's relationship I don't know if he's able to have girlfriends and emotional attachments or is it solely for sexual pleasure and that's it and that's the extent of their openness I don't know who knows are they poly I don't know I don't know so I'm interested to see how that story story storyline plays out and I'm interested to see if Molly's able to just keep it sexual um, because it feels to me that there's something more there. It feels like Molly's starting to understand what she likes and doesn't like in a man and in a relationship, as we saw um, with the incident at her parents' house. So what are your thoughts? What do y'all think about open marriage? <laughs> uh, I want to hear from you. So if you want to contribute to the Vagistine podcast, because we are at the end please, please, please reach out to me at vagisteam at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at vagisteam, and that's V-A-G-E-S-T-E-E-M. You can DM me on any of those platforms. You can also contribute to the podcast with your coins. I am always... So we got events to put on. We got website hosting fees. We got podcast hosting fees. So... If you like this content and want to contribute, you can go to the vagisteam.com website. You can click on the podcast tab and there you'll see a PayPal link. Or if you want to be a patron of the show where you give money per month, even if that's $1 a month, I can use that. Uh, (laughs) You can do that all on the Vagisteam website. You can also contribute by telling a friend. You can also contribute by following me on social media and marking your posts with hashtag Vagisteam, you can 
really, really, really contribute by rating the podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. I want to hear what you think. And the more that you rate, the more that other people are able to join this Vagisteam gospel, this hashtag Vagisteam life, um, and learn more about the, the podcast. Because the more reviews, the higher up in ratings, and the more visible it becomes. So really appreciate that. So we are working on next week's show. We are getting everything together. We will have Paris back. We're going to have discussions about different sexual positions and, of course, different topics related to love, sex, and relationships. So I hope you enjoyed today's show. I look forward to hearing from you, and I'll see you next week. Bye. Okay, ladies, now let's get information. I slay. Okay, ladies, now let's get information. You know you that bitch when you call all this conversation. Always stay gracious. Best revenge is your paper. Okay, ladies, now let's get information. I slay. Okay, ladies, now let's get information. You know you that bitch when you call all this conversation.